dive into it. Um, let's just jump right let's in. Let's just jump right in, man. I used to watch him all the time. Um, okay, so we're back with uh, Ben. Say hi. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Will, say hi. Hello. Uh, Taylor, say hi. Yellow. Okay, cool. So we got Ben, Will, Taylor, and then I'm Liam. I'm the uh, DM, or really the GM in this case. Or the Keeper. The Gungeon grilled, Master. Grilled Muffin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Keeper, um, since we're playing Monster of the Week. We lost the last episode uh, from the first season, <laughs> so we're just going to make it up as we go along. This one's going to be a little bit more slice of life as we sort of finish up the uh, finish up the train ride across the uh, Canadian wilderness. Last we left off, the three hags were defeated. The devil came and was like, you guys used up way too much fucking luck, and you're going to be shit out of it, and soon... Um, he's going to come to collect on it later, but left didn't harm you guys. Um, the souls returned to, uh, Deirdre, Brooklyn and moon. So everybody is okay. Um, and you're sort of like right in the aftermath of this battle, uh, as you're there. Um, also, can we just go around one more time and just do names of characters? So Ben, your character's name. Yeah. I'm playing Cassio McMonahan and the playbook, uh, the mundane. Awesome. Will. Mm -hmm. Playing Elliot Hofstetler, who's the professional. Okay, and then Taylor? I am Edgar Wright, the spellslinger. Fantastic. Yeah, so... The film director. <laughs> yeah, I'm Edgar Wright, the film Producer. director. Producer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so as you sort of are in this, like, uh, I think you're in the dining car of the train. It's been like a year since we recorded the last <laughs> session, so I don't really remember. But I do remember one thing. Um, the Hodag, the small dog-like monster, um, the pet of one of the uh, hags comes out and uh, licks your face, Elliot, uh, and slowly curls up to you as you um, are standing there. And this is something that you had been very interested in as a sure upper was. person, as an upper Well, please, hey, we don't like the UP. That okay, was, you don't like the UP. This, this is all Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> also, his tongue's, like, really acidic, and this is not, this is not enjoyable for me right. right in this moment. So, but as the Hodag, like, licks your face and you guys kind of take a break, we're going to close on that scene... And we sort of reopen as the train is entering the Vancouver station, the end of the train ride. Um, what are you three doing as you sort of like are in your last like hour of being on this train? You kind of, you had a couple days to rest and recuperate and recover. Um, things have been cleaned up on the train. Things have gotten back to normal. Everybody's just kind of talking. Things are safe now. So what, uh, what have you guys been up to? I, I don't think, just based on how things worked out, I don't think Elliot ever got to talk to moon about the fact that she also worked for the fcc mm. so i think he wanted well one that wanted to make sure she was okay but then also you know, like are you like my boss like what's going on here um yeah so you have this conversation with moon and um you know she's like hey like listen i'm i'm really sorry that i wasn't super upfront with you but you have to understand that this is a serious organization and that we take our time and we make sure that everybody um, is up to snuff, and I like. I know that you're a talented disc jockey, but uh, or desk jockey, I should say. But you know, I'm a like, talented disc jockey too. I know, yeah, it was sort of a missed phrase. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, quite accurate. I uh, I DJed my sister's DJ? middle. I DJed my sister's middle school dance. Wow. Um, were you also in middle school, or were you older? Um, I was actually elementary school. It was my older sister. Wow, you were the yeah. older. Okay. <laughs> they. It, I I think maybe it was just kind of like a like a like there was an older like adult DJ who was also there yeah. spinning the table. But right. did you actually now that I think about it, it, I don't actually. Anyway. I believe I did not play any actual music then. But okay, 
Gotcha. No, that's cool. That's awesome that you got to stand behind the desk. <laughs> I was yeah. in the same room as DJ once. On yeah. Oh, I pointed to so many things. Yeah. Well, this, I pointed the same thing over and over. But. So you and Moon are chatting. Yeah. You guys are just shooting the shit. Um, she thinks that you might have a shot at being a field agent in the near future just based upon the way that you handled yourself um, this sort of like uh, surprise adventure. Um, and you guys kind of, you know, you chat for the rest of the time. You see each other around in the library in the tea house. Um, yeah, you guys have sort of like a nice end to the train ride. Um, Cassio, what are you doing as you sort of like finish up the train ride? You and Brooklyn got a little bit closer um, at the end of everything. Yeah, I I think that Cassio would be uh, searching through the couches uh, looking for some change. <laughs> <laughs> And then I think so. He would probably do that, and then go over to the dining car and uh, get a grapefruit, and go sit in the library and uh, eat a grapefruit. Hell yeah! That's that's what I'm picturing for yeah, Cassio. You're kind of having like the time of your life. Um, oh yeah, he's. I mean, he's feeling good. He's like riding this high, but he doesn't want to like show it to everybody. Like act all crazy. Like he really just killed these like yeah evil creatures. But uh, he did, and he knows it. Does he have so. any like? You know, trauma from all no, this murder. Okay. No, absolutely not. He is not. He has not processed it, and it's not a matter of like, oh, he's still in shock. It's like it's not going to get processed. It's already. It already it's went in one ear and out the other. Like, he's in such a healthy emotional state. Yeah, can't even really call it trauma. Yeah, no, it's it's over. That's fucking awesome. Cassie was a fully self-actualized human being. Um, you and Brooklyn don't really say so any mundane. words to each other, but you high-five every time you see each other. Yeah. For sure. She's, she's like walking back and forth on the train to check up on important stuff, and I'm just eating a grapefruit, and every time she walks by, I... I am. High-five. Um, oh, and then maybe some low bones, too. Yeah, absolutely, for a couple. Um, Edgar, what are you doing? You uh, hanging out? Uh, I mean, I think Edgar is probably like... Back in his room, probably like journaling, taking notes on everything that's transpired. It was really annoying. You had to get up from your seat so that Cassio could check if yeah, there were like, like quarters uh, under there. Edgar was like, <laughs> Edgar was just like, <laughs> Edgar was working in the library, and then Cassio showed up and was like, "Hey, could you move for a second to dig through the seat?" And they started eating this grapefruit like really loud. Yeah. So I just went back to my room. Um, just bites right into it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't peel it or anything. Like an apple. <laughs> <laughs> I love the rind, man. Oh. Rind is the best part. Um, but yeah, he's back in his room. He's journaling about all the events that happened and yeah. recording them and writing down questions about like everything that happened, the implications, being like, we just met the devil. Like, yeah. this obviously opens up like a whole new can of worms and like all the different monsters and whatnot. And I think he's also sort of reflecting on uh, how serious this these events were yeah. because a train car full of people just died extremely easily. And like, we barely came through on it. Yeah. So I think, I mean, well, <laughs> we, we did a good job, but I think he's just concerned that it's like, it's got kind of fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Like how often are events like this happening elsewhere? Like, is there, what can we do to push against it? Because yeah. it's just, he feels on the back foot and he's worried about other people too, where it's like, we we have to find something to fight against this. Is he realizing, like in horror, that he is going to have to ask Cassio to help him in the future with he, more of this stuff? He is literally writing about like the events of the final battle, and then he just stops after writing Cassio's name. He's like, "I'm stuck with him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Sweet. Yeah. So you do some homework um, for the rest of the trip. Uh, That's super cool and not nerdy at all. Um, Yeah, you guys uh, sort of like make your way finally through the rest of Canada. You pull into the Vancouver station. You hop out. Um, Service has been restored uh, to your cell phones and all that stuff. So you get like a bunch of texts and notifications and all of a sudden like things start sort of rolling in. Um, uh, Castle, you, uh, get a voicemail, um, on my Blackberry. Yeah. on your Blackberry. Um, it's just your dad actually. And he's like, Hey, Casio. Hey. Um, this is a voicemail. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah. Like, Hey, what's up, man? Um, I knew you said, Hey, when I said, Hey, so I was just saying it back. Thanks dad. Um, no Love. problem, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so listen, I know you're coming to the West Coast. I'd love to see you, but listen, I do have like quite a bit of pre-rad shit going on, so I don't know if I can, um, but if you want to come down to um, Cabo, that would be great, man. So uh, if you want to make it down this way, I would love to see you. But don't worry if you can't. I know you got your own cool shit going on, too. Yeah, you got it, Dad. Again, voicemail. <laughs> um, I'll talk to you later. Love you, man. Love Beep. Um, yeah, so you get that nice voicemail. Uh Edgar, you also get a voicemail. Hey, Edgar, um, what's your uh, uh, interest name? Your, your uh, do you remember? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> what, do you just want to make up one on the spot? Uh, it whinge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it was like uh, Susan. Susan, yeah. <laughs> Edgar and Susan. Susan. Edgar and she like Susan. starts the call and she's like, "Hey, Edgar." I'm like, "Hey." Yes. Yeah. Again. What's up? This is, these are all voicemails because <laughs> you didn't have service. So uh, Susan calls and she's like, "Hey, Edgar. Um, hey, uh, I, I just wanted to let you know that the the lab is doing fine. The um, all the research that we're doing is is going totally great. I hope you're having a really good time on your vacation. Um, and yeah, I just I don't know. Like last night, I. This is so crazy. I just had a crazy dream where we're like fighting the devil and like like these like three sort of I don't know what I don't even know what you would call them, but they were like super scary. They came around and anyway, I just hope you're okay. I know that it's not real um, and that that definitely didn't happen. Uh, so I just I don't know. I guess I was just worried about you, but um, I hope you're having a great time and I'll see you when you get back. Beep. Really appreciates that and holds the the phone for a second and puts his track phone back in his pocket. <laughs> Um, Moon comes up to you, Elliot. Um, she gives you a big hug. and She says, uh, listen, I'm going to put in a good word for you. Um, I think that you would make a great field agent. Uh, and she actually turns to Edgar and Cassian and goes like, if you guys ever want a job at the FCC, just come talk to me. Cause, uh, Cassio, you certainly have a n- nasty right hook with those nunchucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Edgar, I think you have lightning. Uh, so yes. that's pretty... It's got two vests. Too. Yeah, and two vests. It's a shoot lightning. <laughs> yeah, like what do you? How long is your like your lunch break? Um, we get actually. It's pretty nice. We get an hour and fifteen. I get half an hour. <laughs> no, you don't. You what? who told you that? <laughs> Mitch. Oh, you can't listen to Mitch. Mitch is like. Ah. Oh. Do you have dental? Yeah, we got dental. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, we're we like dental. A big, we're a big government agency. We have like everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well. I'll, I'll send everybody an email and talk to you guys about it. Um, uh, and I guess I'll just see you guys later. I have to go back because I'm actually still technically working. Um, so I got to go back and report about the mission. Um, anyway, uh, Elliot, 
um, yeah, it was super nice to meet you. Yeah, um, it's been a pleasure. Yep. Look forward to uh, working under you mm-hmm. professionally. Un- okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I gotta go. Uh, and she leaves. Um, great. She sort of heads off to the airport immediately and is on her way back to um, the FCC headquarters. You guys are in Vancouver. Um, hanging out, chilling, doing whatever. It's like, uh, I think it's wintertime. It's pretty chilly, mm. um, but you know you guys can go skiing. What time of day is it? Uh, it's probably like midday at this point. You got in in the morning, um, so you know you can do whatever you want. Uh, anybody got like certain activities that they maybe want to do just as like some wind down? You know, you just had this crazy adventure. Um, Edgar would love to check out the botanical garden. Okay, yeah, everything's dead because um, oh. it's been a little. No, not oh, everything's no. dead. Uh, there's there's a really nice greenhouse, um, and you go in there, and it's sort of like incredibly peaceful, a little bit like nicely humid. Mm. Um, feels like the rainforest sort of thing. You get sort of transported to like a nice uh, summer day um, where everything is going right, um, and the greenery makes you feel alive again. Um, and yeah, it sort of brings back your the color in your face and. The feeling to your toes and fingers. Nice. Hell yeah. Anybody else? I tagged along on that. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, you guys sort of... Are you all going to the greenhouse? <laughs> sure. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you guys all sort of like bask in the it's light of of some great like monsteras and, and, and big ass like trees that have like those fronds that are sort of falling over everything. Um, yeah. So you guys... Yeah, what's up? Is there, is, there a, is there like a coffee shop? Yeah, you guys go get a- coffee. A cup of coffee. Yeah, you guys hang out. You kind of have like a regular couple days where you're like experiencing a city. Um, then, Elliot, uh, you get a text. Um, it says, hey, uh, it's Moon. Can you come by and bring Cassio and Edgar right now to Columbus, Ohio? I don't know, guys. Want to go to Ohio? Yeah, all right. <laughs> I've always wanted to be to the colonies. <laughs> what? <laughs> I forgot he's British. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys, uh, you guys are heading out to Columbus. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. You guys hop on the plane. You head out into Columbus, Ohio. You go to where Moon has told you to go. Um, you end up on just like a main street, um, and she's in actually like a diner. Um, across the street from this, like, big, sort of, like, what looks like government building. She's there with, like, what looks like 50 other government agents. They've kind of commandeered this diner, um, and they're using it as, like, their base of operations uh, across the street from this building that has been cordoned off. Uh, There's uh, police lines, um, do not cross. Uh, Looks like no one has come in and out of this building in a little while. Moon sees you all. She's like, hey, long time no see. I'm so sorry to call you guys in so quickly. I know that you were, like, on vacation. Um, Cassio Edgar, you are now honorary members of the FCC. Hell I'll have to yes. get your paperwork done later. Uh, I can but- help you guys out with that. It's okay. <laughs> Elliot, uh, listen, we have a situation. So you guys remember that the devil came out, right? And he talked to all of us. Um, Do remember. So <laughs> he wasn't messing around. Um there seems to be some kind we don't really know what's happening, but there seems to be some kind of like cosmic energy building uh, that is threatening the fabric of reality in some ways. There's already been some crazy shit happening across the world. Um, we traced it back to this building 
Um, this is the IRS, uh, the Infernal Revenue Services. <laughs> um, I don't know how to explain this, but basically, there's a portal to hell in there, and we've sent a bunch of agents to try and figure out what's going on, and none of them have come back. It's been about a week since we've tried this, and we've sent in about 100 men. Why? All of our best agents. Well, because we can tell through a couple like different satellites and radar imaging that this is where the source of the cosmic energy that's sort of being put out into uh, the world, which is causing something to happen, um, it's coming directly from this building in Columbus, Ohio. Um, so personally, uh, I don't really know what to do. Um, and I figured I would call you guys in and see if you're interested because you're the only people that I've ever seen meet the devil. Um, and it feels like maybe this is fate. Uh, so yeah, I'm just, it's, you guys can take this or leave it. Um, I, I know this is a big ask, but I figured I'd bring you here anyway and see if you're interested in maybe saving the world again. I've got nothing going on. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> wow, you guys rock, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay. Uh, I don't really have any information to give you. I just know that if you walk into that building, there's going to be um, a portal to hell, uh, and you should be able to just take it straight down in there. So just a clarifying question. Has anything come out of the portal? Nothing's come out. Has, when did this appear? Uh, about a week ago. Has anything happened? Yeah, have you mentioned heard? the cosmic weirdness going on. Is it have people been hurt or killed out in the world? Yeah, um, things have started to like go weird in some places. So, like gravity has kind of changed in some areas. It's flipped upside down. Um, there has been like the dissolution, literal dissolution of reality in some places where things are just breaking apart. Um, it seems like some people are also like hallucinating and viewing things that no mortal person can handle because they've gone completely insane. Um, and it's not just like one person, it'll be like a whole town of people. Um, so, and this is happening not just here in the United States, but everywhere around the world, there's been some reports of all of these crazy things. And it seems like it's building, um, in, in speed and occurrence. So I don't know if we have like a deadline. I don't know if we have a timeline, that's why we're kind of throwing everything at the wall. We already, again, sent in our best units. We haven't heard back from them um, in over three days. So, uh, Do you have any like equipment you could give us? Um, yeah, we have a whole stockpile of weapons. Uh, like a golf cart maybe would be good. Uh, yeah, a couple we, banana peels. <laughs> we can get you. Like we can put them on the ground in there. Cassie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you stock back up on batteries for your... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can get you stuff. The airport always has them. For sure. Do you have extra bulletproof vests? Wait, how did you bring your gun to the airport? Bulletproof vests. For sure. We can do that. Okay. I should be good. Yeah. If you guys are ready, um, you can ask us for anything. We can give you anything you want. Um, We have sort of the world at your fingertips. Do you have rope? Yeah, we can do rope. A lot of rope. Sure. Like 50 feet of rope per person and like a traveler's kit for each of us. Yeah, I can do like a traveler's kit. 10 days rations. Yeah, for sure. For sure, 10 days rations. Tinderbox and some candles. Yeah. I'm wondering if it would be a good idea for us to be tethered. So should anything bad happen? Um, Yeah, we tried that. Uh, And when they went in and then we, uh, we pulled the rope, it just, there was nothing at the end of it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, no. Uh, do you, Did you tell them to hold on to the rope? I, yeah, we tied it around their waist, actually. Oh. You think all those people, uh, you think they died? Moon kind of goes, like, silent. Um, yeah. Uh, these are... Like in, like in real, like for real. For real. Wow. Maybe yeah. they didn't. I really hope not, because those are essentially my best friends and the people that I've worked with for the last 10 years. They're probably fine. Yeah, um, about those banana peels. <laughs> yeah, no, we can get you as many banana peels as you want. Perfect. Maybe it's not even a portal to cool. hell. Okay, so uh, let's take like a, a two-minute, like what, do you, what actual equipment do you guys want? Because you can really get anything you want. Um, um, I still have my... I'm just going to check off every... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I still have my, that, that like stamp of whatever it was called, the... Yes, the one that state of efficiency. It's light for people who understand the power of paperwork, but incredibly heavy for yeah. people who don't. Yes, you have that. You have the vest of etherealness, right? So that's just plus one armor, is it? Uh, it is plus one armor. Um, it also uh, allows you to transport into the um, ethereal dimension. Okay. Um, and then Ben, you have the ripstick of power, or something like that, and it's oh, yeah. uh, a ripstick of speed. Um, uh, and the ripstick of speed is actually like. Master, uh, we're oh going back God. to where I'm from. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, oh, yes, once again. guys gonna take like a golf cart with like all the weapons stocked in there yeah can we just take one of, can we get yeah, one of each can we get the yeah, sampler? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can take one of each so give me a rundown of the weapons that you're okay, so there's so just on, going down the list uh not including the ones that i already have um there's assault rifle just three harm mm-hmm. far area loud reload sniper rifle four harm far grenades four harm close area messy loud submachine gun three harm close area loud reload um 38 revolver, two harm close reload loud. Hunting rifle, two harm far loud. Shotgun, three harm close messy. Mm. Taking a shotgun. Yeah, if we're going to hell, we got to bring a shotgun. I'm yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I'm taking two grenades. In the fanny pack. I'll bring an assault rifle. <laughs> so, I'm assuming we can expand beyond just what's listed on the, the gear, or... Well, yeah, I mean, if you guys have any, like, special requests where you're like, hey, I want something super sick, I mean, I think Moon can try and help you out with that. I don't think it's going to do anything mechanically, but Elliot wants to get, like, a leather jacket. Yeah, you can get a leather jacket um, that gives you one plus to charm. (gasps) Oh, my God, I'm at zero. Yeah. damn, that's sick. Um... It's a cool jacket, but it doesn't make Elliot look cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that the jacket's cool, and they're like, damn, that's a sick jacket. Yeah. You don't look fucked. You know, it doesn't fit you, but looks cool, man. I'm going to just get additional components for my spell casting. Sure. Um, and also, is there like a nearby church we could maybe get some holy water or something? Yeah, you can get some holy water. Uh, yep. 
Yeah, make sure you write all this stuff down, because I certainly am not doing it. <laughs> Do we know anything about the Infernal Revenue Service? So Moon actually sort of talks to you a little bit about that, and uh, she's like, we have never, this building did not exist here um, prior to this week, as far as we can tell. It seems like it popped up, um, just moved the buildings out of the way, and transplanted itself right here. Um, unfortunately, we don't really have any information about the IRS. The only reason we know, well, you'll actually see when you go inside. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry, I don't have any, I, this must be, it, maybe it pops up, the theory right now is that it pops up in different regions of the world at various times, and, and the idea is that this is just the f latest iteration of it with something going on. I think Elliot's going to pull Moon aside and ask, like, dude, do you think that we caused this? I mean, the devil's told us he was going to collect on everything we used, all the luck, and I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've been thinking about that. <laughs> People use luck every day, right? It's not like it's a thing that only you guys can use. I don't... I don't know. I... I think it has I think something it has something to do with it though. I think that maybe you guys tipped the scale or something like that. Like it was at the very edge on the precipice and you pushed it off or or something like that. I don't really know. That's my best guess is that the devil noticed this and I don't know. Maybe you guys were just too lucky. Well damn. Yeah, it's not looking good. I would give a call to the ones that you love. That's okay. Pete came here with me. Oh, yeah, Pete. Oh, hey, Pete. Oh, I love this. <laughs> That's the hood egg. <laughs> he actually is going by Peter now. Okay. Cool. Uh, I guess before going, I'm going to write an email to my dad on my Blackberry yeah. and just uh, tell him where I'm off to. Okay. Yeah. That's I'll awesome. Going to hell, LOL. <laughs> See you in hell. Lol. BBL. <laughs> All uh, Edgar's going to write an email to Susan. Yeah, Susan. <laughs> Com commit to the name. <laughs> and uh, but he's going to set it to send like three days from now. Okay. In case if he doesn't make it out, yeah. it'll be sent. And she'll know. Okay. Um, but also, just for the record, uh, what's his name? Edgar's going to bring a combat knife, one flashbang. And also two steaks. Two steaks. Yeah. Okay. Like slabs of meat. Hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh, oh, I thought you meant like for vampire no. steak. No. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cassio grabbed some nunchucks. He's got his ripstick, shotgun, a couple of grenades, combat armor, and a fire axe. Wait, did he grab a second pair of nunchucks? Or is this his? No, his own. Okay. His personal pair from his sensei. And Elliot. Like, <laughs> I get that would imply that the government brought nunchucks. As part <laughs> <Yeah>. of <it. laughs> hey, do you guys bring any nunchucks? Oh, yeah, take your pick. We got yeah. an expert coming. We oh. got to make sure it's well supplied. <laughs> we should probably bring a fire extinguisher. For hell? Yeah. Come on. It's all fire. <laughs> all right. I mean, um, if we're bringing a golf cart, just throw it in, I guess. Yeah. Toss it in the back. Elliot, is there anybody you want to talk to before you go? Um, I don't know. Should I bring Pete? Should I bring Peter with me? Is he going to? Pete, you want to go to hell, buddy? That you make that sound for every question. I don't know why I keep asking you questions. You seem unenthusiastic either way, so I don't know if that's a good. 
<laughs> oh, you know, I'll just walk in, and if you want to come, you can follow me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> cool. Um, I'm going to text my stepdad a picture of my balls. Text <laughs> 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 you back a picture of his. <laughs> he goes, LOL. No, I, I, I turned my phone off. I, I, I sent it, and I turned the phone off. That's what I did, actually. <laughs> We're going to be like four episodes down the line. We wrap up this adventure. You go turn your phone on and just see a picture of your dad's balls. Stepdad's balls. <laughs> okay. All preparations are done? Yeah, that was it. Elliot's going to go over to Moon and give her a handshake. Um, yeah, she gives you one back. Uh, she looks into your eyes for longer than seems necessary. She says, good luck down there. Cowboy. What? I'm not at, well. Oh, it's like a, oh, it's like a bit. You're calling, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're darn tootin'. Okay. You did, yeah. Cool. I did it. Okay, yeah. I'll nope, go now. It's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, seriously, be safe, though, because I think everybody's dead that's down there. Um, so please don't die. Oh, well, I haven't yet, and got to make field agent, right? That's true. You got to come back so I can give you the, uh, the old rundown. Yeah, I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to the rundown. Cool. All right, and you guys make your way across the street. Push open the door. You're greeted by the sound of, like, late 70s funk music playing. Hey, actually, maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the real hell. Kind of tinny over the, um, the PA in this, like, this sort of derelict office building um it's very clearly you know there's a secretary's desk there's an elevator it just looks like a normal office building you turn your eyes to the left um and this is where you see a neon sign that says entrance to hell over this tunnel um that has flames ringing around it uh and ringing all the way down until it reaches this fiery pit at the end with a black hole sort of directly in the center of the flames um with arrows pointing everywhere into it uh, what do you all do? Some sick ripstick moves, like into the like evil Knievel style, like the flaming ring, like you know what I mean, like yeah. straight oh, in sure. there. Yeah, I guess we'll ride the goat cart. Yeah, go kart. We'll, we'll hop in. Who's driving? It is. Which side's the wheel on? Oh, left side. I'll drive. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Everything's backwards. All right, fantastic. Is Pete following us or is he? Uh, Pete walks behind. Um. Walks up to the entrance of the tunnel, uh, sniffs a little bit, looks at you, shakes his head, and then walks back out. Damn. Yeah, you're on your own. Are you guys heading in? Let's do it. Let's do it. Easily. Okay. <laughs> you drive in. Uh, Cassio is ripsticking sort of like, are you making like circles I'm, around yeah, the tunnel? Yeah, I'm doing like loops around. Yeah, yeah. loops around the tunnel exactly. like around the yeah. um, golf cart. Hell yeah. Uh, you drive slowly down into the depths of hell. It's kind of like longer than it even seemed. Um, the flames are getting closer. They're not hot. They just are here, um, but they're not burning you. As you actually start to pass through some of them, um, they seem to just like exist, but they're not like necessarily causing you any harm. You're getting closer and closer to that black circle. As you start to enter it, your brain starts to go fuzzy. Things start to feel a little bit gray and misty. Um, and as you finally pass through it, everything goes black. 
the three of you immediately wake up on a road, just a regular country-ish suburban road. You look up, you're on your backs. The golf cart is beside you with all your things. Everything is sort of neatly placed in there. As you look up, you see a sign that says, Welcome to Destiny, Pennsylvania. <laughs>